0: And welcome to NWR Newscast, episode 11. I'm your host for this week, Neil Ronahan. And with me, as always, is CJ, uh, Andy Gargan, And uh, Zach, who is, who is your player one? I thought I was CJ. Are you CJ? So you're CJ? Well, I don't know who anyone is anymore.
1: Well, you're Supposedly, you're I'm like Stewart.
0: Stewart. Because
1: you're in, you're in college and you have similar yeah. voices. Well, no, no,
0: Ford's the one in college, isn't oh, it? Yeah, he? Oh, is. Ford.
1: Oh, well, screw it then. I well, don't uh, know what I'm talking about.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, regardless, uh, we're still searching for our Player One Podcast analogs. If anyone out there knows what they are, let us know, because we probably are too biased to figure out who we are.
2: This is NWR Newscast, your official source for Player One Podcast <coughs> news and information.
1: We do not have an iPhone app. No, we don't. Yes.
0: Yet. We should get one, though. Yet. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. There it means. would also be cool? Uh, we had a PAX panel, but yeah. that, that's only for our well, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. that's for our big brother
0: yeah i'm excited i, I will get to watch that live i'm I excited would, to yeah. listen to it later
1: it. yeah me too <laughs> yeah.
0: i'm with andy i'm really i'm really anxious for that i figure we'll we'll throw them a little plug here uh at pax east on friday night in the wyvern theater i'm not sure of exactly the time i think the the schedule for everything should be going up soon on march 25th at pax east in boston massachusetts uh Radio Free Nintendo, our, uh, our our Big Brother podcast. If you Big Sister, I don't know if it's a male or a female They're or no women on the, the show. Androgynous sibling podcast. Um, they are having a panel, <laughs> and uh, I know Johnny, John, and James are all going to be on it. I don't think Greg's going to be able to make it because of the whole, you know, he's
1: you well, know he, he lives
0: far away across the Atlantic Ocean. Mike and Carl I are believe... be in there too. Yeah, yeah, I think Carl's going to be cool. on it, and I think Mike Sklens. I'm, I'm, not one hundred percent sure about that, yeah, and maybe I'm pretty other pretty podcasts. Okay. I'm Aren't they trying to get Billy? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I I'm very a- anxious to see this. I, I'm glad that I'll just. I'm not going to be that... there, and I can't wait for it. I just want to see it later. I'm excited yeah. about it. Yeah, I am yeah. Too. PAX, Pax is going to be a good time. I'm all finally. I have my hotel booked for it. The so.
2: perfect storm of awkward and awesome.
0: Yes. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. Speaking of a perfect storm of awkward and awesome, uh, let's go to. Uh, Zach's review of Dark Void Zero, which I guess the awkward would be the actual release of the game, and the awesome would be Dark Void Zero, the DSiWare download that Zach uh, downloaded and is going to review.
1: I did. Um, Yeah, it is awkward, you know, because the HD game uh, has been getting pretty middling
0: reviews. Yeah, I played the demo for it. It didn't really seem too bad, but I can see where all the complaints come from. The music's very good, though, and so is the music in the 8-bit one.
1: Oh, the music in the 8-bit one's great. It reminds me of, like, Mega Man. Little, yeah. Little it Mega just, Man tunes.
0: It's, it's like, it's just, I mean, really, Capcom did a great job. I know we talked about this, I guess, two episodes ago when this came out on DSiWare, of how this is basically, it's it's not actually a game, a lost game from the 80s or anything. Right. It was a no. game, you know, made this year, kind of, kind of like an ad for Dark Void. Um, and it's modeled after, you know, the old NES... Uh, Late Capcom era games.
1: Capcom uh, NES like, games, yeah.
0: I would say it kind of compares, like uh, maybe some kind of combination of like Bionic Commando and maybe a Metroid game or something. Yeah, you know, I,
1: I see a little bit of Contra in there with the different weapon choices, too. But no, it's a fantastic great. game. Oh my gosh. You, if I wouldn't say you should buy a DSi for it, but once you have a DSi, Andy, this would be the first game you buy.
0: It probably yeah. will be. It probably will yeah. be. Yes. I mean, for for five bucks, it's it's really, there's, yeah, exactly. there's nothing like it as, or, well, actually, I think Chronos Twins is supposed to be very good. I've been tempted to get that, but I don't uh, think there's yeah. really anything like it on DSiWare. No, which, not at I all. mean, DSiWare, you have all these little puzzle games, and at this point, with all like the, like, I, we'll, we'll talk about, you know, the, the latest Nintendo, like, puzzle title in DSiWare, like, I'm kind of burned out on those games at this point. There's too many, like, little, like, tower defense or puzzle games out there. There's not not platformers or NES-style games. Yeah. yeah. Sudoku.
1: Well, here's what it is. You know, it's... I'm not going to talk about what it is, because I just posted a review and track, and hopefully it'll be up in the next few days. But it's like... You know how we've always wanted a virtual console on DSi? This is as close to that as as we've come.
0: Yeah. Because I know it doesn't really... It's not like Mega Man 9 where they actually stick to the constraints no, of the no. system. They 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 spruce it up a little bit. It looks really nice.
1: It, well, I mean it looks like a late era NES game. I think I think where they kind of bring it into the modern age is there's a little bit of a tutorial. Like yeah. your boss in Nikolai T- Tesla uh Tells you like, oh, this is you know, this is you need to find these, and here's a locked door that you need to find a key card for.
0: Yep. You know, back in the, they, there's a there's a map on the top screen, right. which is very helpful. And back in 1989, I mean, you wouldn't have had that any
1: kind of text to go along yep. with. You know, you would have been just like,
0: go do stuff, figure it out. <laughs> but, I, but I I love uh, I love Tesla's uh, his his like uh, his profile or whatever that they use for whenever he talks. It's oh, just, yeah. it looks like kind of like. Dr. Wiley. That's and, exactly uh, what I think. And the Doc, Doc bosses are Brown. kind
1: of Dr. Wiley. Yeah. Although, you know, that's the one thing. That if I had to complain about... One thing about the game is that the boss repeats three times.
0: Oh, it's just the same boss all three times? I have it. I've only oh, gone through good. like the first level and a half. No, it, it, it
1: just the boss just gets harder every time
0: you fight it. Oh, okay. Him.
1: Zach, so it's does, kind of like... Zach, how does it use the, uh, the second screen? Map. Map. Cool. Map of the stage. And and e- there are three stages, and they're each each stage is really well well done. Yeah, uh, yeah. and it's like very I, large.
0: I've only gone fully through the first one, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah,
1: each each level's like an environment in Metroid Fusion. Okay, a little smaller, yeah. but yeah, you but know, like that.
0: Definitely makes sense.
1: Does it feel like the game
2: should be longer? Because I mean, three levels doesn't seem like very much compared to like an old Mega Man or or. Uh, well, Mega you know, old it's Man.
0: it's five dollars.
1: Sure. <laughs> and.
0: But you know, you can buy you can buy Mega Man on Virtual Console for five dollars, Zach.
1: Yeah, you can. It it does feel honestly, it feels a little bit short, but it's a it's a score based game, so you know, crank up the difficulty to medium next time and shoot through it, which I did. I'm currently playing it on hard hard too. Oh, hard mode is hard, dude. Yeah. Yeah, because because the enemies do a lot of damage to you on hard.
0: It's even hard on medium. I, I would, I would, say. Not say. Yeah, if you
1: crank through it on easy to kind of get a feel for it, then medium. Yeah, is that's what good. I
0: found is, is that actually I beat the first first level on easy and medium because I tried medium at first and got destroyed, and then played through through easy and got got used to the mechanics.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: But it's so it's pretty much like a one note. Thing and that like you're just doing the same thing at three levels. So it's just like yeah, but
1: the the three levels are structured you know so differently that it feels like you're doing something different each time.
0: All right, that's good. It's just that the boss repeats. Yeah, the that, boss that repeats kind of sucks. I was hoping that the bosses would get crazier, but that that's unfortunate. Yeah.
1: No, you know I don't mind it that much, but but it's it's something. Yeah. It's, it's still it's, it's a, a five dollar game. Thing, you know, it's a five dollar game that's better than its sixty dollar counterpart. Let's put it that way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Awesome. That's like that. There is a tag. Like, put that on the box. Yeah. Not. Too bad not on the Not on the HD box. <laughs> Make
2: yeah. a box. Ship it. Put that quote in the box. It'll be an empty yeah. box. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> put it. Put, put it by the Patapon two box.
1: <laughs> I. You know, I really want that fake cartridge that they show at the beginning of the game. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> That'd be so cool, Andy. I don't know if you if you know this, but when you boot it up, uh, you see a picture of an old NES cartridge. This is Dark Void Zero. And you blow into the mic to get the dust out.
2: I believe I heard about that on the Player One podcast. That's pretty. Oh, cool. Yes,
0: yes, I, I have heard about that on that. That's podcast. pretty awesome. Like it's it's but it cool works that so they well. Uh,
2: it's pretty cool that they're doing that. That's a very very good. The younger
0: right, generation well, uh, won't get it. That makes me. Dark Void out. Zero review should be up soon. I assume it'll probably uh, be be well received. And uh, on my end, I'm actually uh, I'm reviewing a game that doesn't come out for another week, and I actually uh, my review will be out. I believe next Tuesday, the the 16th, and that game is Ace Attorney, Ace Attorney Investigations, Miles Edgeworth, which is the latest in the Ace Attorney series. Um, the the thing is, this time is that you're actually you're you're playing as a prosecutor instead of a defendant, which you, you know, Phoenix Wright for all three of those games, and Apollo Justice for his, you know, one game in the sun. But uh, Ace Attorney Investigations kind of toys with the formula, but not too much, in that. You know, you're basically doing the same things You're investigating You're investigating places and trying to come up With clues and everything, and then you'll have Instead of going to the courtroom, it'll be more like you'll run Into someone, and they'll give you a testimony And then you have to poke holes in it When you're, you know, on location And it kind of goes back and forth between these very You know, like, like on the fly There's not really a lot of downtime Or anything, or like passage of time It's all in the span of one day Um, And uh, What else is different in this game is that Instead of you know just basically it's a point and click adventure, uh, you actually can move the avatar on screen, so you'll control Miles Edgeworth and walk through a uh, you know an environment and you know look for clues and stuff like that. Um, I don't really so know what wait, to say. Wait, you
1: move the character, or do you just... Yeah,
0: yeah. There there are part the investigation parts in this game. You will move Miles Edgeworth around on screen through either asinine touch screen controls or just using the D pad.
1: Interesting. All right. That is something different, because the other ones are, yeah. are basically a painting on the screen, and you
0: click stuff. Yep. I mean, it's still, it's basically, it's like, it's, it's not like it's really that, you know, game-breaking or game-changing. It's, you're, you're just doing the same thing, the same kind of things, just, like, through a different lens.
1: You know what I was surprised by, um, uh, Neil, about this game is, was, uh, I learned, uh, about the terrorist level. That was weird. Oh, yeah, the terrorist level. That was strange. Um, it's a weird choice.
0: <laughs> yes, and Miles Edgeworth, uh, there's one scene where he has to pose as a terrorist with a bunch of Russians, and uh, <laughs> they go through an airport. <laughs>
2: it's called No Edgeworth. <laughs> yeah, No Edgeworth.
0: But yeah. I mean, it's it's really fun. I love the dialogue in these games. There's like just a lot of like very subtle humor in it. Um, it's 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 really it's a really good game. But, I mean, if you didn't like Phoenix Wright, this isn't going to turn you. If you liked Phoenix Wright, if you liked Apollo Justice, maybe you were getting tired of all that. Hopefully this is a well-needed shot in the arm for the series. I, I think it will be. I I'm, think it is.
1: I would like more subtle humor in games. Yeah. Because I just, I just, I'm, I'm almost done with Assassin's Creed 2, and it's a few too many really... It's a me, really...
0: Mario! Well, not that, <laughs> you know.
1: You need to find an outlet that's not vaginas, Ezio.
0: Yeah. Whoa, uh, okay. They they need a a writer like Ratchet and Clank is a good game that has not even subtle humor, it's just yeah. not like humor that beats you over the head. It's like
1: Pixar humor.
0: Yeah, I mean Ace Attorney. It's not like you know this is like amazing dialogue, but it's just, I mean they're they're very well lo- localized, very well translated, and I mean some of the humor like is dumb. The like they have you know, uh, but there's the character that shows up in pretty much every game. Uh, that's Larry Butts. I mean, nice. eyebrow there, but I mean, there's 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 more to it than that, and this is pretty much like what you would expect in the game. It, it delivers. It doesn't really let you down. It's the same thing, you know. Five cases. The cases vary from long to even longer. It's like <laughs> I I'd probably I'm I'm at the end of the third case right now, and I've probably put in, I don't know, seven hours maybe. I don't God, know, just that's a random number. I've never actually played
2: played an Ace Attorney game before, so I don't really have Although, of course, these seven hours are
0: also like I'm watching a TV show while playing the game because it's one of those. Yeah, that's that's
1: what I did with Dark Void for largely. Ace Attorney games are kind of. Graphical text adventures. Yeah, that's kind of my
2: impression I've always got. I've never been super interested in them other than they get talked about a lot, so I kind of like to play them just so I have an idea of what people are talking yeah. about. But yeah, because there's not, there's not
1: really anything like them
2: right now on the are they fun? Are they funny? Is that, is that one of the appeals? Or? Uh, yeah, yeah anyway. and it's also like
0: it's it's kind of weird because they're pretty funny, and then it'll just be like someone just gets shot.
1: Right. It's like a soap like, opera. Like, there, there's, wow. there's,
0: there's some really, like, dark things that happen in this game. And it's just, like, kind of played so, like, like humorously. Like, every character has some sort of tick on screen. And, yeah. I mean, I, 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 uh, they even make fun of the fact that, like, they really only have, like, one character model for everyone. I know there was one in uh, the first Phoenix Wright game where I think there's, like, a waiter who is perpetually holding, like, you know, a dish out. And I think they actually make a crack about how, you know yeah he just has the one oh, the, the one character, character it'll show yeah. up on the stand with the the waiter dish yeah but but uh yeah, like every character has their little tick that they have like the the one per- there's one guy in the first case who will you know he has a jacket that he's wearing and like he'll be saying dialogue and just do the jacket back and forth, and then like they're, like right. his dialogue will stop And if you just leave it there they will just continually be moving the jacket back and forth. And it's just like, yeah. there, there's a lot of humor like that. It's cool. And there's really dark stuff that happens, but you know, people will be, you know, they'll stab people and then you'll have to prove that they did it. And then they will be funny, but
2: well, the new ones on we wear or the, the old ones on we wear. So I think I'm going to probably going to pick it up one of these yeah. days.
0: Although the one thing, uh, the one thing that I think this, I think this probably got brought up a lot more when the series first came out. This'll be my last point here. Um, they kinda of market like uh or they kinda of, like make this it's even more I guess apparent to me now that it's not in a courtroom that it's basically like a fighting game. Because you'll be like poking holes in these people's story and it'll have these like quick cuts and like when you like poke a hole in their story, like the screen will flash like you just punch them. And then at the end, like if once you like prove that someone did it, you'll just hear them like go like no or not hear them. <laughs> them go, no it's like the screen like flashes and it's like you just beat a boss. That's funny. <laughs> It's, it's very oh. much, you can tell that like it's made by people who make other video games.
1: That's yeah. great. That is
0: but, cool. I mean, I, I really like it. It's, it's doesn't reinvent the wheel or anything, but it's definitely, I mean, if you're a fan of the series, you'll be a fan of this. And if you haven't gotten into the series yet, you probably should play the other ones first as, you know, supporting characters come up and get, or come along. But in all honesty, I don't really think it's a requirement to play that. It's just that it'll it'll be better if you have.
2: Cool. Yeah. Very cool.
0: So, Andy, you've been reviewing Sheeran: The Wanderer for Wii, which came out this week, and I think you just received it, right?
2: Yeah, I got this game in the mail today, and I played it for about an hour to an hour and a half before uh, before we recorded tonight.
0: Um, so, are you jo- are, are you going to be joining uh, the the NWR Mystery Dungeons Anonymous group?
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> is that the group of people who hate them, or group of people people who love them? I, the, I
0: don't think we have anyone yeah, on staff. I don't think we any, have
2: anybody on staff who actually likes Luke them, right?
0: left, so we don't have anyone who likes Mr. Reduction Games.
2: Um, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Uh, you know, it's hard to say this early into the game. Um, I, I I didn't hate what I played. I thought it was actually pretty fun. Uh, it, I'm not I'm not a big fan of RPGs in general, and it's not because I don't like them. It's just because I find them to be a bit overwhelming most of the time. I You know, I tried playing Fallout 3 about a month ago, and... Uh, Oh, I, had been put it, I had been putting it off because I just didn't think I would like it, but I finally decided to give it a shot, and I was right. And yeah. the, things that I, the things I didn't like about it were just being overwhelmed by too many choices, um, being given lots of items that didn't do anything, and having That's to having to make that distinction for myself. Like the game tells you, you can only carry so much weight, and then proceeds to hand me a a plunger that I received from a from a, a loot cabinet. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't need a plunger. I mean, I know I don't need a plunger, but who the hell knows if I'm going to need a wrench? You know, exactly. Gideon?
1: Well, that's a Western RPG for you. That's what they do. Yeah. yeah,
0: like I respect the Western RPG. It's just that it's not for me. Like I'd much rather play like a classical JRPG than something like Fallout. Yeah. Not because I think they're bad games, but just because it's not what I'm into. Yeah. So I got like, yeah, I, on, just...
1: I got sold on Fallout Three at PAX, and I bought it on day one. I played it for like ten hours, and I thought. I don't know what I'm doing.
0: I put about 5 hours into it and I I enjoyed it but it's just like it's it's not for me. And I did with Oblivion. I played a lot of Oblivion too, it's like the
1: same game. It's
0: just like yeah, it's it's just I, like I got like halfway through and I'm just like, oh, this yeah. I like I played a lot of it and I enjoyed it but it's just like it's I exhausting don't know. is what it yeah. is. Well,
2: I tend to like the idea of RPGs more than actually playing them through. I can't tell you the number of times I played the first like 6 hours of an RPG only to fall off. I've uh, never been yeah, to a real fantasy game, but I've gotten so to the end of, like, two of them. Um, so, you know, I, I I wasn't expecting to love this game, but but I got it, and I played it for a little while, and I thought, you know, it's not too bad. You know, one of the things that it does that immediately appeals to me is it gives me a, an on-screen map, and it tells me where the exit is. It tells me where I've explored. Uh, oh, that's It tells me nice. where the enemies are approaching. I mean, there's no there there's no guesswork i'm not trying to keep track of a thousand things just because i mean the the exploration part of it is fairly simple you walk until you reach a room and then you explore the room and you can tell where you are in the room and it's it's just very very easy um it is grid based like you know old, like 16 bit old school rpg so it's not like the environments are very complex um there's you know there's lots of stuff to keep track of in terms of the way your characters are are, are faring. Uh, one thing you have to keep track of is the amount of food that your characters are eating, uh, which I didn't even figure out where to look on the screen for that for the first two-thirds of the first dungeon I was in. Um, but it didn't matter because I didn't run out of food. Um, and the, the, your characters heal on their own as they're walking, so it's not that big of a deal. Now, understand, I'm playing it on easy right now because I didn't I di- I didn't want to get discouraged right away. Uh, there's an easy and there's a normal, and the, this game I'm is pretty known- sure that
0: the the only difference between easy and normal is that I think, when you die on easy, you keep all your items, yes. and if you die on normal, then you lose everything. That's the only difference. That's my understanding as well. Mystery
2: dungeon for you. But I'm gonna play a little bit on, on normal at a certain point too, just to make sure that that's really the only difference. Of course, before I write before I write the review up, uh, this game is known for being difficult. This genre is known for being difficult. It, the series, mm-hmm. is known yeah. For being so difficult. you know, I found the first dungeon to be incredibly easy. Um, but that's the first dungeon, so we'll see. Um, but I liked it, you know. The actual exploration and combat was kept so simple that I didn't really care that I had to keep track of, you know, how my items were wearing and and you know the the inventory was filling up and um, or, you know you have a shared inventory between all of your characters. All You're, right, so you
0: have how many characters do you have in your party right now? Is just, just Sharon.
2: Just two. I have two: Sharon and uh, Sensei.
0: Sensei. Okay. I think I think you have three at one point. I don't know who the third yeah. character is, but and
2: I know you you can control their movements separately or together. Yeah. If you control them separately, then it goes back and forth between the two, which is a little frustrating. Uh, it's it's, a, it's very works. handy for boss battles. Yes, exactly. I've I've I been know. through one boss battle so far, and I I definitely switched it like that for boss battles. Um, but on the whole, I'm gonna say I'm kind of enjoying it. I, I need to get a lot more into it before I can really make up any kind of like decision on it, but. But I I definitely wasn't overwhelmed the same way I was by something like Fallout or in the past by Oblivion or any of those, Um, so I'm liking it. I I will say that the the translation in the game goes back and forth between being irreverent and really, like, over-the-top serious. Like, you walk around in the first town you come to, and half of the people, like, quote, um, peril to you, like, oh... They they'll read off like a three or four verse of a Japanese poem about the end of the world, and oh, the, other, yeah. the other thing will comment about how cute your your pet ferret is.
0: Um, I love the pet ferret. Nice. Yeah. I know because uh, I wrote a preview for this and like I saw like the the opening video for it, and it's just like all from the parrot's per- or the ferret's perspective.
2: I think the game is going to like as it goes on take on sort of a, maybe like a, a satire of of Japanese uh, of like feudal Japan. It's hard. It's hard to tell so far, but it kind of looks like it's leaning that way. Like it, it definitely has the feudal Japan uh, uh, environment, but it, from at times it just really breaks from it and seems to like poke holes in it. So, but, <laughs> so we'll see. I don't know, but uh, yeah. I know so Atlas. Atlas.
0: Atlas's local- localization team is usually pretty good, so I imagine. Yeah. That, hopefully that holds
2: up. Yeah, that's about all I have to say about it. Next time we talk, I'll have a little bit more to say about it. <clears throat> nice. All right. Awesome.
0: So uh, let's move on to the news, and we're going to kick this off by talking about everyone's favorite rodent, Sonic the Hedgehog, which uh, Project Needlemouse has been, you know, clarified more. It's Sonic the Hedgehog 4. It's going to be an episodic game. Episode 1 is coming this summer. It's coming to WiiWare, Xbox Live, and the PlayStation Network. Um, It stars Sonic only, supposedly. I think there's been some kind of murmurs about downloadable content and having, like, knuckles and tails unlocked that way. It uh, takes place after Sonic & Knuckles. Um, is is it a return to form, and who the hell is even developing this game? I think those are the two big questions. What do you guys have to say about it?
1: It's, it it is there a return
2: to form as long as Sonic doesn't say anything.
1: <laughs> and there are no silly friends. Well, yeah,
2: no, well, no, no, friends, I was listening- no dialogue, and I'll be perfectly happy with this game.
0: I mean, I, I know because uh, a lot of people, uh, from from what I've been reading, is that you know Sonic did kind of return to form. Like Sonic Advance was a very very good right, game. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, what happened throughout that series? I think there were three Sonic Advance games, and then it went to like there was like Sonic Rush. Sonic
2: Rush was really good.
0: And from what I remember about those, I know uh, I, I, I only played the I played the Sonic Advance and Sonic Rush, which was the first DS one. And I remember that the level design in Sonic Rush kind of sucked. Because it would just be the kind of things where, like, you'd be going really fast and there'd just be a bottomless pit. And that just oh. seemed to happen in like, almost every level that I played. Hmm. And I feel like the, the real big thing with this is who's developing it. Because yeah. I think you need to get someone, you know, along the lines of, like, how Mega Man 9 wasn't developed by, like, you know, the remnants of Capcom who made it then. Because a lot of those people left, a la Sonic Team, how that's a shell of its former self. And, I mean, you need to get something like Inticreats, who uh, developed Mega Man 9 and I assume are developing Mega Man 10, get someone who's, you know, people that are familiar with the 2D, 2D way of designing games yeah. and get them to do it. Do something like New Super Mario Brothers Wii or DS, in which, you know, I, I don't know exactly how they were developed. I'm pretty sure that was a new team led by people who had worked on the series, you know, however long ago. And that's what they need to do. They need to get someone, people that actually have Someone who worked on Sonic & Knuckles has to be a big part of this game.
1: Absolutely. Question from the back. Yes. Uh, is anyone else worried about this uh, episodic thing? Or, I'm a little worried about I, it.
0: I mean, I I would be if it were for the fact that, like I, like, I think the episodic thing is kind of like an afterthought to me in all honesty. I think mm. if, like, Sonic 4 Episode 1 comes out and... It's, you know, if it's like four zones or whatever, like if it's a solid experience, I don't really care if it's episodic. If it's shit, then they better they, they sure shit better fix it by episode two.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I tend to think that it's sort of a it's sort of a a test. A test in the waters. If, if episode one does well, they'll they'll put out more. Um, yeah, they it, you know I, I don't think it'll bomb. I think it's a foregone conclusion that it'll, it'll do well enough to deserve that. It's
0: it's it's going to sell well. also I don't it, know if it, it people are going to be happy after they buy it. It it allows yeah. them to make yeah. corrections
2: based on based on feedback. If you know if a lot of people are complaining about one specific part of the gameplay, it allows them
1: to say okay, well we'll tweak that for episode two. Well, I think you that's know. what's happened with the beat Trip series, right?
0: Yeah, the Beach Trip series. I know there was kind of a like basically checkpoints were added into Bit Trip Void because yeah. of the kind of negative reaction to the long levels and the trip beat and, uh, core. And the only reason that it wasn't changed for core was because they were so far along in development already.
1: Yeah. yeah. Readers respond.
0: All right. Uh, Zach, you can take this one from brood wars.
1: All right. Well, uh, brood wars, uh, says of this Sonic four issue, I've never been a Sonic fan, but this is an excellent move by Sega and a great addition to we wear. I picked this quote because, uh, you know, first I've never been a Sonic fan myself, but I am curious about this game. But, but also, I think, you know, Neil, you said this before. WeeWare is really turning into a great freaking service.
0: Oh my God! I really, I, I think it was somebody's 2009 list or something. Is like there was like kind of like a what's hot, what's not thing, and what's not WeeWare was on it. And what the it's, hell? It's why there's certain outlets out there that I'm just like, do you even play games?
2: Yeah. Because yeah. really,
0: like, WiiWare has been more consistently solid than I think Xbox Xbox Live Arcade or PSN. I mean, if you think about it, they have maybe not good releases every week, but there's you know at this point at this point we're having like three to four releases a week. Okay, maybe early in the year it was one or two, but even still, it's like you're getting really quality titles. Like, yeah. okay, Shadow Complex is a really good game. What about Nick's Quest? Okay, you know, Nyx Flowers is artistic beauty. Um, you have World of Goo. You have Mastermaster, Master, you have Contra Rebirth. All the you have games, all these the, whole games Rebirth. That... the
1: whole Rebirth series.
0: Yeah, Even yeah. the greatest one. I, I've heard the greatest one isn't isn't amazing, but even still, like there's there's quality games coming out on a regular basis. And Cave Story isn't even out yet. And Cave Story comes oh, out. And if yeah. anyone wants to say that PSN or XBLA are better, then they're high. Like.
1: No, I you know I actually think I think that is overall probably a better service. Now, granted, I don't have an Xbox, so I can't speak to Xbox Live, but
0: there, there's, there's good there's a lot of good stuff on Xbox Live. I think PSN just because I, I don't think they have the the biggest pool of games. I think there's a lot of quality titles yeah. there too. I mean, they, they shit they have Quest for Booty, which is uh, it's a ratchet and clank oh, game. Oh well, that's for true. All the, all the
2: twisted pixel stuff is on PSN.
0: Uh, pixel junkie, or, maybe. Yeah,
2: sorry. All the, the twisted pixel, pixel stuff, stuff, of, stuff is, is on, on Xbox, Xbox Live. Um, too many yeah, pixels. pixels. Yeah, there's pixels everywhere. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there there is definitely good exclusives across all three platforms. In fact, I would probably argue that the, the digital platforms this generation have almost been more interesting than the retail platforms. Yeah, they no, have. I,
1: mean, I totally agree with that. I, mean, I And you, it's also, I have, mean,
0: it's a, the, the proposition of buying a $10 game. And even if it's not super long, like, I mean, shit, I mean... We're gonna talk about this more later, but Blaster Master. I've been playing that, and I have a feeling that that game's gonna be about as long as a sixty-dollar game, and it was ten bucks.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Right.
1: Well, yeah. I'm so so. The reason I picked that quote is just to point out that WeWare Really is a great service, and I'm happy to see all these, and not just games, but all these r- retro renaissance games.
2: Well, yeah, it's like, it's like you and I were talking in, a, in an email thread, Zach, about how the, yeah. the DS and the Wii are more, almost more than anything else they're doing right now. They're catering to gameplay styles that haven't been around since 1987. You know, we got yeah. Yeah. E- even, even the first party stuff from Nintendo is, you know, Punch-Out, uh, Excitebike World Rally, uh, Mario Wii. These are all games that are played NES style in almost the exact same manner they were played 20 years ago. Yeah, you know, twenty-five years ago, in some cases. Same uh, with and Castlevania and uh, Blast Master, and yeah, you got Castlevania, Mega Man know, Nine, Blaster and Master Ten, and Mega Man Nine. I yeah. mean, it's just well, that—that's—that's that's what they got going right now. More than anything else, that's what they got going right now. It's really bizarre, but kind of great.
0: Well, let's let's move on to a fighting game that I guess uh, uses non-traditional controls. That would be Sega's. Sega and High Voltage Software's Tournament of Legends, which uh, was formerly Gladiator AD, which is as this I'm the sure, ball stomping anyone game? who,
1: what, <laughs> Yeah. Is this the ball stomping game?
0: Yes, this is the ball stomping game. As as I'm sure you've, you know, if you saw any of the videos about the game, there was a sequence in this game at E3 in which there was a finishing move where. Uh, one gladiator knocks another gladiator down, then picks up his legs, looks at the crowd. They're all cheering, and then proceeds to stomp the guy's balls for about ten to fifteen seconds.
1: That's awesome.
0: Um, I mean, it's not, it it but it is. It was, it was. It was extremely uncomfortable, but very, very funny. However, I don't think we're going to be seeing the nut stomping sequence in this game, as it's it's going to be a teen rated game. From what I, from what we know, oh. um, it's no longer gladiatorial styled, and it's more fantasy mythological. Like you'll play as like a gorgon. Um, Not
1: to be confused with a, with a Gorgon.
0: Yes, with a, <laughs> a Gorgon.
1: And he can turn things to stone by gazing at them.
0: <laughs> Jared Rosenberg actually got to play this at a recent event, and uh, he seemed to think that it was pretty promising. I know it uses the Wii Remote and the Nunchuck, uh, you know, I guess to represent each arm, and you can do some pretty cool special moves, and it looks like it, it might be good. It's coming out on May 18th, so it's in the punch-out slot.
2: Oh, nice. I, I kind of feel like there's not very much room for for uh, error when it comes to 3D fighters these days because with 3D fighters you have you have games like Soul Calibur and Virtual Fighter who do them so incredibly well. That but have, I don't
0: think it's going to be like like that as much. I don't know. I, I, think, I think it'll mean,
2: probably that, be closer to like Mortal Kombat, like the newer Mortal Kombat games. Yeah. The one thing works. is that
0: like I mean, Jared, I know he tried to get video, but they like they, they didn't give any video. I think we. Might have more screens up, but even still, like I don't, I can't even really picture like how this game looks when you're playing it. Yeah. I assume that it's kind of behind the back, like it was at E3, but I don't even know if that's the case anymore. I think it's, it might be like it's not quite Punch Out style, but I think it's still similar to like a third person game.
2: Sure, sure. Hmm. Yeah, I don't
0: uh, know. I mean, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm definitely interested in this game, but I, I would say after the conduit and being a little bit disappointed with that, I'm a, I'm a lot. A lot more cautious with my interest in this game i mean i think it'll be cool but it's just will it be fifty dollars cool is right. kind of my question.
2: Yeah. you know speaking of a uh, high voltage <laughs> yes m- moving on to the next news story
0: um they have uh the grinder which was their left for dead-esque game that was announced it was also shown up at e3 uh yeah me and a couple of the staffers we got the see a little bit of it, although I caught the tail end of that. And basically it's like Left 4 Dead, but instead of just zombies. There's also like vampires and shit like that. It seemed like a pretty cool idea. It was, you know, Wii exclusive. Not anymore. Um, Uh-oh. Say the what? grinder. The, the Grinder is going multi-platform. It's going come to out, come out, I think they're saying Halloween 2011, so we are not going to be seeing this game for a very long time. Wow. Um, Damn. The one thing that I don't get about this is that, like, it really, it seemed like it would have been the Wii Left for Dead, and I don't think High Voltage has the fortitude or anything to compete with Valve when it comes to Left 4 Dead. Few do.
2: No, I tend to agree.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think this would be a really cool Wii game, I just think it'll fall really flat. It's definitely gonna fall flat on 360, and I think even PS3, I mean, they don't have Left 4 Dead, however, they still have a bajillion other first-person shooters. Right. And I think... I think John Lindeman pointed this out in his review, or at least sometime when he was talking about the Conduit, is that the Conduit very much felt like it was a first-person shooter game made by people who had never made a first-person shooter before, uh. and it seemed entirely right. It, it really seemed like a rookie attempt at a first-person shooter, and I don't think, I don't think that shit's going to cut it on any other system but Wii, and they couldn't even conquer the Wii market that way, although that could also be how it was marketed as well. It's not all at the fault of high voltage.
1: I'm happier and happier that I never tried the conduit because, you know. It's, it's not that it's four bad, months it's later, like... six months later, however long it's been. I, I hear nothing but bad things. I'll
2: tell you yeah. what. I don't know if you heard the episode of RFN that I was on, Zach, but I, I talked about the conduit fairly extensively about I don't know, three or four weeks ago on RFN. Yeah, I remember that. I I think the game has gotten a bit of a bad rap, um, because it's it's really not bad. It's a pretty good game. Uh, it just didn't live up to what people were hoping it would, and
0: yeah, because really, I mean, I think it's the the blame kind of goes onto IGN, I guess, because they kind of pimped it up way too much, and I think then the community around that rose up to it, and I think that's what happened is that there was so much hype behind that game, and like the the presence of that game at E three was was pretty big, high voltage had a freaking booth of their own, that was right. basically the conduit. It was it was twelve player online matches for them, that, the yeah. conduit. It's a big part of Sega's booth. I mean, there there was a lot invested into this game, and I think it's just the hype was too high in this case. I feel like if this game was, I mean, I don't think it would have really found its market if it wasn't marketed at all. That's but I feel true. like if it was just a little less hype, it would have been more of, you know, a pleasant surprise, a, yeah. a little cult game instead of being this kind of, I don't want to say flop because I don't think it like sold terribly. I just don't think it sold that good. Well, I'm just
2: saying this, Zach. I paid twelve ninety nine for this game, and I do not feel like I overspent.
0: Okay. The online shit, though. That, that's well, my opinion. that's, 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 not, yeah, that's That was that, that's more of my experience with online because probably the first couple times I tried to play it, I just looked at a screen pointing up to the ceiling. Well, Andy,
1: here's here's my question for you. I'm not expecting Modern Warfare two. None of us should be, uh, but you know, I still go back and play Turok 1 on my Nintendo 64 and love it.
0: I think, I think, you, Zach, if you if you can find this for like $10, bucks, it would probably be enjoyable just for the single player. Because okay. the single player, I mean, sense. it's not amazing, but especially near the end, it picks up and is pretty fun.
2: Okay, cool. It's we'll just that. that there's not a, there's not a lot else like it on the Wii. There's no other. There, there's very few. Unless other you're playing Modern Warfare, competent first-person shooters. I mean, yeah, Modern right. Warfare probably. probably I, I would definitely
0: say from playing both the Conduit and the uh, Modern Warfare Reflex, Modern Warfare Reflex is a better game. The online in that game is kind of like a not even really a nutted version of you know Modern Warfare. It's it's a pretty good duplicate of the of the the online multiplayer Modern wow. Warfare One. Whereas the Conduit. Doesn't really work as well as I think they hoped.
1: Well, I'll pick it up if I see it cheap, because I yeah. kind of would like to see what it's all about.
0: And let's let's get on to a uh, a game that I think will become the a very very big online game. Oh if yes. If it gets marketed well, which I think it is going to get marketed pretty well, from how Nintendo and Capcom both seem to be behind it. And that game is Monster Hunter try which uh, it's it's going to use We Speak. So. That's there's at least three Speak, developers Dale. that know that We Speak exists. Um and uh yeah Monster Hunter 100 Hunter, Hunter Tri, it's also gonna come in uh, with a we talked about this last episode. There's gonna be a Classic Controller Pro bundle, you can get it in white or black. Uh, I don't know exactly what color comes with the bundle. I know the bundle is it's black. Okay, you can get a black classic nice. controller pro with the bundle for ten dollars more and the pros twenty dollars, other than that, and you can also use We Speak in this game, which is which is pretty fantastic and I know our own John Lindeman is organizing an NWR hunting party that I think, uh...
1: I'm all about Zach that. and
0: I will both be joining. And Hell yeah. For all the readers out there to join us when it comes out, because if this actually does get off the ground, then this is a must-buy for me. I think if it doesn't seem like this is going to work out, I probably won't buy the game.
1: Fighting dinosaurs with swords, baby.
0: Hell yeah. And, uh, let, let, let's get to the forum quotes on this one, and then we'll talk about it more in-depthly. Uh, Killer Manjaro says that, uh, Um, It's a day one purchase for him now. Uh, I'll now say it not in the third person. Day one purchase for me now. I have been able to resist We Speak until now, but this game is the sort of thing that this piece of hardware is made for. Classic Controller Pro tempts me as well. Oh, yeah. And uh, additionally, TJ Spike says uh, about Monster Hunter Tri selling one million in Japan, which is a pretty damn high number, and hopefully it'll, you know, vote the same way in North America. He He would also point out, I would also point out, Though the console Monster Hunter games have never sold well, according to Famitsu, the first Monster Hunter PS2 game, released in 2004, sold 288,000 copies in Japan. The PS2 version of Monster Hunter G, released in 2005, sold 237,000 copies in Japan. Monster Hunter 2 Dose, released in February 2006, sold 692,000 copies in Japan. So, I mean, that definitely bodes well hmm. for the series in Japan. Isn't but, there
1: one on the PSP that's downloadable?
0: Yeah, um... I guess uh, TJ Spike did not find the sales for that, but I'm, the I'm half tempted to is a try that. big
1: deal in Japan.
2: I mean, the series is a pretty big deal in Japan, right? So if it's not selling well in the console versions, which version is
0: the big deal? Well, the is the big deal. <laughs> I guess it is. Huh. I mean, it sold a million.
2: Was there a handheld version of it besides before yes, the PSP? Yes, there, there was a
0: PSP. No, yeah, that's what it is. It's huge on PSP in Japan. Okay, no. because um, you know, oh, well, I think it has a persistent
1: happen. online mode there. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. Okay. Well, I think the thing is, is that in North America, it's not online per se. It's uh, the ad hoc party, which is kind of like, uh,
2: oh, yeah, yeah. It's a, exactly it's a PSP, is, but... PS3 trickery, wizardry, Wizard yeah. if you will.
0: Well, no, like now you can do that. Now, now you can do that, and you can go online with it. But I think in Japan, it works well because of the closer proximity of everyone. Gotcha. Well, I'm and half It's more, it's, to it's check more of out, it's more too. of like a, It's more of like a non online multiplayer. For the uh, for the DS, I think that's local, what it is. local. Gotcha. yes. But uh, I mean, I, I know really the, the we speak, um, just shit. Capcom's just the way that they are pipping everything, you know. Ma- I'm Tetson in love versus with Capcom, Capcom with the with the, on, with the online mode. They're adding into the we speak the Monster Hunter Try. Uh, I just have I have the utmost respect for this company right now, and I I really. I haven't really been that interested in Monster Hunter Try and just slowly over time I've been getting more and more interested, and I think this is probably going to be a purchase for me, because I think I will probably end up... It's the kind of game I could get into a lot, and just haven't had the group online to play it, and hopefully I will.
2: Sounds good to me. Oh, yeah.
0: So, I know, Zach, I know you're kind of in the same boat that I am, Zach. Uh, Andy, are you thinking about buying it at all?
2: Or um, I'll tell you this much: I I don't buy very many games on day one uh, these days, mainly because I just don't have the the funds. Yeah, for me it. too. But but I'm thinking about it. I'm I'm thinking about it right now. I'm kind of I'm kind of like saving all my uh, saving all my video game dollars for for a eventual PS3 purchase. But yes. but I may have to I may have to. How, how far this. are
0: you into that, by the way?
2: Twenty three percent. Thanks for asking.
0: Yes, I nice. have into that in, pile, man. Add Sheeran money. to that pile.
2: Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, and I'm I'm hoping to pick up Bioshock Two used from a friend who's going to buy it new and then oh, play oh yeah it it Bioshock new. yeah I know Dude, that's man. that's
0: been tempting me a lot. If I had if I had the time, I would be definitely all over Bioshock Two and but, buying yeah, it. Yeah, so
2: between I'll just
0: wait until I have until it's cheaper and I actually have more time. So
2: between Monster Hunter try, Bioshock Two, and my annual July purchase of NCAA football, uh, I'm trying <laughs> to avoid buying too many too many games above the say twenty dollar price point. Um, but, but, uh, but, you know, if if it gets a good, if it gets good reviews, um, and there's going to be a strong NWR online presence, I may have to bite on it.
0: Yeah. Um, but let's move on from Monster to Try. We are running a a little long here, but that happens. Um, the last story and Xenoblade were both uh, announced in Japan. Um, the last story is from Mistwalker, who, uh, that's founded by, Hironobu Sakaguchi, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, he formed Miss Walker. He was formerly of uh, Square Enix, worked on Final Fantasy. They uh, did Blue Dragon and Lost Odyssey for Xbox 360. And the last story, if you can tell by the kind of, I guess, not too hidden name, it's kind of billed as the Wii's Final Fantasy. Get it? Final Fantasy Last Story. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. But, I um,
1: see what they did there.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's really not. <laughs> There's not too much note about the last story, but I'm definitely interested on in what happens. Uh, Blue Dragon, I, I played a little bit of, I enjoyed. Lost Odyssey, I've always wanted to play some, but I mean, I'm, I'm down for a, a high-quality RPG coming from a high-quality developer coming out on the way.
1: You know, they'll be able to make a prequel to that pretty easily.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the, the first I'm story? Uh, <laughs> oh! You're quick! Maybe the second story, and yeah. then we can have the first story later. Oh, yeah. Well, We'll or maybe fun. just the the next to last story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the the penultimate story.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: uh, the yeah. last story too.
1: <laughs> the last story too. This time oh. we're serious. <laughs> uh,
0: but the other game that was announced was Xenoblade, which actually was Monado. Uh, I think Monado, the beginning of the world, which is from Monolith Soft, who uh, they did the Xenogear story. Xenogears right. saga.
2: Are these games all linked up? Are they are they, are they exist in the same world or anything? The, the, the I don't games? think so. I, I think, think, they're I think like it's just
0: that they were both kind secret. of announced at the same time. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. wait, well, you mean the Zeno? Zeno, Gear, yeah, Zeno saga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as far as I know, I actually included this in, in the show notes with this, is that uh, this is this is from Monolith Soft. It used to be Monado. There was an E3 trailer, and other than that, pretty much nothing. Uh, from one, I, I think I heard something. I forget. It may have been Iwata who said this, and that the name change was because... The guy who made Zeno Gears is working, like, people who made Zeno Gears are working heavily on this, and they kind of wanted to name it Xenoblade and have the Xeno name on it, hearkening back to that. Gotcha. And the yeah. way I'm looking at that is basically it's a marketing ploy. Oh, fair, fair. enough. I'll take it. Like, I mean, you think about it oh, Xenoblade. Well, I like Zeno Gears. So I'll get Xenoblade.
2: Do the Zeno Gears and the Zeno Saga, are those games related?
0: I think so. Okay. I don't know. I played some of Xenogears like 15 years ago or whenever it came out. Yeah. And uh, Zeno Saga never really interested interested me. I heard they were very talking.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But, yeah. JRPG.
0: Um, I mean, once once again, it's another RPG coming to the system and I'm definitely intrigued. I would them. love to see more.
2: Seriously, this is kind of a bizarro world. We're drowning in RPGs on Wii. Yeah. Seems all of a sudden.
0: And then there's also uh, more information about Metroid Other M. Uh, there was... A teaser site went up um, and there was kind of a release date I, I believe it's pegged for August which goes in line with pretty much any really? uh, predictor worth his salts uh, prediction because it, I think August is just like Metroid month for some reason but Metroid other M the, there's a teaser site but right now there's just like some like sad piano music and like some Japanese woman saying that dream it was like watching a playback of a tragedy that actually occurred
1: that's awful writing
0: Yes. I mean, it's a translation, but still. Oh, okay.
1: You know, people are freaking out on the forums uh, about Metroid Other M maybe possibly having a storyline. God Man, forbid. I, mean, I don't understand that at all.
0: Really? I don't give a shit. As long as the case is fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I kind that's of That's what Greg and John campaigns. said
1: I mean, on RFN, but... I kind of yeah, understand I don't, think, these I don't think I've gotten to that but... part
0: of the new RFN, but really, I mean, my, my, my point of view on it is like, Like, Team Ninja can add whatever the hell story they want into the game, and I'll probably still be like, oh, well, that's cool, you know, more about Samus, whatever, like, okay, maybe it's ruining the mystique of the character a little bit, maybe a lot of people are drawn to it because of that, but really, I like Metroid a lot, kind of because of the setting, but mainly because the gameplay is rock rock solid, tight, fantastic. Like, nope. that that's what carried the Prime series, that's what carried Super Metroid, that's what's carried the series. Can't we have both? And as long as they have gameplay that is reminiscent of Super Metroid and the Metroid Prime series and ever, uh, the entire universe, and I think with, with Sakamoto, you know, running the show, I think we're going to see something probably more along the lines of Zero Mission, which Zero Mission, hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, didn't have a huge story in it, well, but like Fusion, there, there was actually kind of a Samus as a character was there.
1: Yeah yeah but I think he said it's gonna be more like fusion in terms of story,
0: yeah yeah that yeah I know Sakamoto said that, and really like okay, fusion was still a solid game,
1: yes now and here's I mean, the here's the question though before we move on uh it's team ninja, will they be giving uh samus uh breast physics?
0: I don't think no. samus is gonna have big boobs in this game
1: I don't think so either, I think that's.
2: Going to be kib- kiboshed weird. by Nintendo, and I think that was more of an Itagaki <laughs> thing
0: than a Oh yeah, a team Nintendo. No, thing. definitely. Itagaki's gone, so it. that's
2: yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, that's the thing is, I, th- I
0: think we might see other characters in the game with naturally large breasts, but I don't think was <laughs> herself. Amazingly well, enough, it's,
2: it's actually a legitimate concern. I just don't think it's going to happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, she I mean, actually, if you put her in a was, suit, it just doesn't work.
1: She was pretty ragtastic in Smash Bros, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they put her in the zero suit, then right. all maybe, bets are off. But <laughs> as long as she's in, as long as she's in the various suit or, or what have you, you know, maybe you she'll can't play some really volleyball. have that.
2: Maybe she'll play some volleyball. There you go. Hey-o. Exactly. Back, Andy. Put her in the next one, man. <laughs> Kick back yeah. on a on a beach somewhere on SR 388. <laughs> <laughs> Post to the camera of it. <laughs> Metroid other. Here, here's me. Metroid other. Here's me. Norfair. <laughs> Good lord! All right, let's let's, All right. let's, let's quickly, and, and, quickly and let's kind of, of
0: wrap up. I mean, just while we're on the subject of the Nintendo, there's been a lot of rampant speculation about uh, is, is there going to be a new system announced soon? Um, and supposedly Miyamoto said something about how they're they're working on another Motion Plus title besides Zelda. Boy,
1: thank God!
0: Which, I mean, I mean, it's about freaking time. But I mean, that's that's good news. And what do you guys think about this new system stuff? We
1: Motion do
2: you think Plus we're actually is who s-
0: we speak.
2: I don't expect <laughs> to see any sort of legitimate new console or handheld from Nintendo in two thousand and ten. No. Me I think neither. it's wishful thinking. Uh the systems are selling just fine. Isn't isn't there news right now of a Wii shortage? I don't think we run it yeah. on our site, but I've seen it on other sites. There's a Wii shortage right now. So if there's a Wii shortage, why would anybody think about making a different version of the Wii? Uh, no, maybe okay. I, no. I, I I could maybe see some sort of a inkling on the DS successor, but I just don't think that No. It's selling too well. To I don't think we're going to
0: hear anything until E3 at the earliest. I know some yeah. people are kind of thinking GDC. I don't think that's the case. I think E3, yeah, we no. might hear some kind of peep about a DS successor. Where GDC is.
1: is not the place to announce new hardware.
0: Yeah.
2: GDC really like, isn't the place to announce anything. They just happen to do it anyways. They right. did Spirit Tracks. And they they really should It's not meant to be a card a But whatever.
0: Yeah. Maybe they'll <laughs> announce
1: a Wii that has anti-aliasing. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Well, uh, that, that's it for uh, th- that. I mean, it was just uh, kind of a quick note. And now with more quick notes, we have uh, Quickies, which seemed to get a good response last time. So let's run down the list. Scribble Scribblenauts sold a million copies, which, uh, good, good for, for them. them. I wish the game was better.
1: Yeah, Yeah, me too.
0: I wish it was more of a game and less of a, hey, guys, look, I can... Uh, you know, put a big giant dragon in here and then shoot it with a gun.
2: <laughs> it sold. It sold one dollar for every useless thing in the game you can draw. There you
0: go. Heyo. <laughs> um, and then also, uh, speaking of Metroid, Yoshio Sakamoto, uh, the creator, uh, one of the creators of Metroid, is he's going to be talking at GDC, which uh, I don't think that has anything to do with any kind of new system, but I mean, it's still interesting to see that maybe he'll be talking more about other M. I think he's gonna be talking about uh, you know, working on Metroid, WarioWare and uh what is that, Tomodachi collection or whatever, and talking about how that all comes together. Mm-hmm. Could be could be pretty cool. Maybe we'll hear more about other M, which I know we're all chomping at the bit for information about that. Yep. And uh, I'm probably gonna butcher the hell out of this name, but Akira Yamoka, uh he's a former Konami employee who worked in the Silent Hill series back in its beginnings. He uh, left Konami, I think, earlier this year, and now he's joining Grasshopper Manufacture. Hmm. Which, was, a, uh, could was, be, was
2: he the, could... the composer?
0: Yeah, yeah. He also did the music for the yeah. series. I know he was also he was a pro- he was a producer on it for a long time. I don't think he did anything with Shattered Memories. I could be wrong about that, though.
1: I really like the music and and that he did in the Silent Hill games. It's very good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's with Grasshopper now, so he's working with suda Fifty One, um, supposedly on their EA partners project uh that Shinji Mikami is working on he uh he directed Resident Evil 4 I believe.
1: Oh nice that could be interesting.
0: So uh yeah and uh Trauma Team Atlas's you know uh medical game uh delayed from, delayed from like a March April to release to May. I think it's actually coming out on May 18th the same day as Tournament of Legends. Hmm. So uh if you guys were pressed, what would it be? Trauma Team or Tournament of Legends? If trauma you had team. to buy one. Trauma Team. Yeah, I think I'd have to say Trauma Team. I actually just bought Trauma Center New Blood $10 off of Newegg, so, yeah, um, I I, I a new egg. uh I've be Center trying that for out
2: a really long time. I, I've been kind of thinking I should pick one up again. I played the yeah, I, think, I don't know if the deal the is still Newegg, a new egg, but
0: bit. you can get Trauma Center New Blood for about $11 oh, with, yeah. uh, with shipping. I should do that. Um, and, uh, finally, we have THQ is bringing Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy to Wii and DS. Yes! Have, in all honesty, okay, not really a huge announcement, but the, uh, it was teased that they might be trying to use We Speak with Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy, which, holy shit, another company knows about We Speak? <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo's gotta keep those documents locked up, there's Only too many people that know about it Only third parties know now.
1: about We Speak, Nintendo is o- <laughs> unaware of it.
0: <laughs> but I I really, like, in all honesty If they have Wii Speak in these games I would be very tempted to at least get Jeopardy I know Jeopardy for original I Nintendo Jeopardy. I still break out from every now and then Although I don't think they'll be able to replicate The creepy, smiling guy That is in those old NES games <laughs> <laughs> It could right. be
2: fun to use the, the Wii remote to
1: uh, to spin the wheel
0: Yeah, yeah Like, crazy. I definitely, like, those would be the kind of games That if they showed up at E3 or something Oh, I'd, I'd be playing the crap out of them they yeah, could
1: have a Jeopardy! Fun. tournament at E3. That'd be awesome.
0: Hell yeah. All right, well, let, let's move on to the new releases. Uh, still not really that much. I mean, once again, it's second Christmas elsewhere, but it's not really second Christmas on Wii BS. Uh We got Super Monkey Ball Step and Roll from Sega. Uh, it's for Wii. It uses the balance board. Mm. I guess that's cool. I, I think the coolest thing about this is that... Uh, they ditched Dole Bananas for Chiquita Bananas. Oh,
2: man. Is, Burn.
0: I mean, that sucks for Dole, man. <laughs> uh, i was always a fan of Dole. I guess now I'll have to go to Chiquita. And Anyone who's local to New York City, there's a an event this Saturday uh, where you can meet I.I. I, the Monkey and Miss Chiquita. I will not be going because I have better things to do, but uh, <laughs> you know, it could be fun for you.
2: If you bring Gongon, I'm there, but with I.I., no thanks.
0: Yeah. All right. I always like the baby. That's just me.
2: <laughs> the baby was named Baby.
0: <laughs> Strangely enough His name was Baby And everyone after Everyone that was introduced Like after the second one Like no nah, No they don't exist Yeah uh, We also have Percy Jackson uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians The Lightning Thief For DS It's, a, it's an RPG uh, It's based off of the movie Which comes out this Friday It came out this week um, Other than that We got we got Sheer and the Wanderer Which uh, we've talked about prior And that's from Atlas and finally well, hold on we Before have... you
1: say the name of this next game, Neil, I just have to prep myself because it's so exciting.
0: Seen it, Twilight. Oh DS, my gosh, uh, came <laughs> out, finally. came out on Wii earlier. Uh, there is so, so yeah.
2: many things wrong about a Seen it game on the DS, especially one that focuses exclusively on Twilight.
0: Well, it's because, you know what? Goth, goth kids have DSs. Yeah,
2: I guess the market's there, but wow, just... It's a... Isn't... How how do you play it on the DS? First of all, it's it's a multiplayer board game. How do you? Are you required to have more than one DS to get any enjoyment
1: out of it, or do you have to? I, I, I don't have really think we should, two
0: screens. Andy, Andy, I don't think that's we should argue about point. this too much, and just like Konami get their free money. You're thinking about it
1: too much, Andy. It involves uh, that dude, the, the Robert, Robert Pattinson, Pattinson. Oh,
0: Robin God. Patterson. You that's know, all that guy. you need to know. That's why I'm buying it. Well, I'm, I'm canceling my pre-order. Alright. And now moving on to the downloads. We have on DSiWare, uh, I'll just kind of run down this list. We got Oscar and Movie Land, which uh, apparently is a sequel to Oscar and Toy Land. Um, don't know much about that. We have Field Runners, which I think is supposed to be a pretty good iPhone tower defense game, which is coming to DSiWare for 500 points. Sudoku Four Pockets, which is a Sudoku game. Extreme Hang Extreme Hangman which is from a game game lion who uh, they're working on Furry Legends we have an interview with them from a while back uh, I recommend checking that out and I don't know if I can really recommend you getting this game I haven't heard good things so far We also have True Swing Golf Express from from Nintendo which is an express version of True Swing Golf we have Legends of Ex, Ex, yeah, Exidia? Ex Exidia 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 uh, which is a Game Loft game that supposedly is like Secret of Mana, but shit. <laughs> um, we have Downtown Texas Hold'em, Move Your Brain Roll Away Puzzle. I don't know what that is. That's and just five as many and words Solitaire. as they can get in the title. <laughs> and uh, we have another Nintendo one, Lincoln Launch, which is from Intelligent Systems and is basically like Pipe Dreams, but with rockets. Whoa. <laughs> which uh, I'm definitely tempted by it, but I, I made reference to this earlier about how I'm kind of burnt out on. DSiWare puzzle games, yeah. Right. so I, I think I might be passing, even though inte- anything that Intelligent Systems touches is usually gold. Um, any other thoughts on the DSiWare lineup? Board, not really. Shantae's not there. Yeah, Shantae is not there. Um, on Virtual Console, we have Princess Tomato in the Salad Kingdom, which is a Hudson Soft game from the on the original NES. It's uh, apparently a text adventure, so uh, it's kind of cool. Uh, I've heard kind of good things about it, but I don't know if it's really... kind of bag. I've never been a big text adventure guy, although I guess I'm eating my words by playing Ace Attorney. (laughs) And we also have Alex Kidd in Shinobi World on the Master System, which I think is not really a good game.
2: It's like a parody of Shinobi, as I understand it. Yeah. Uh,
0: I know Alex Kidd went to a lot of places, and I think some of those games were good and some of them were bad. I think this one was bad. (laughs) And... On WiiWare, uh, we have Tales of Monkey Island Chapter 5, which is the conclusion of that. Um, that's cool. I think this already came out on PC a while ago though. I it don't did. really know the delay. So, that's that's kind of lame. We have Tumblebugs 2. I was not aware of a Tumblebugs 1. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's also 5-in-1 f- Solitaire, which, for you keeping score at home, 5-in-1 Solitaire also came out on DSiWare.
1: I wonder which one's um, cheaper.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the DSiWare one. It, which one makes more sense? <laughs> <laughs> Uh for, for We Wear we also have Hubert the Teddy Bear Winter Games, which uh is from our friends over at Taon and uh it looks to be uh you play Hubert the Teddy Bear and you like go sledding and shit. Oh boy. <laughs> I guess I can get behind that a little bit. Uh, I had a no lot of you fun can't don't games. lie
1: with me. Look, don't <laughs> lie to us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had fun with those winter game things on NES, but more because they were freaking terrible and not because they were so good. bad. I just remember uh, I, I forget I, I forget the NES game specifically, but there was one that was specifically bad that, that my cousin had, and we would play for way way too long. Uh, moving down, we also have balloons. Tower which defense. I, which Always I, with the
1: goddamn tower defense game. Yeah, it's a
0: tower defense game. I believe I played this online for yeah. at least an hour at work at one point. So. I I did as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was fun. I don't bloons, really remember. They all was blend They all blend together. Yeah. Uh, and then we have uh, two interesting games: Tamina Sanner, which is like a five-dollar game in which basically it's just like you're—I think—an employee In a business, like a dude in a suit, and you're running around, and all you do is hit A to jump over things, and depending on when you hit A, like funny shit happens.
1: So it's like bread. I don't
0: think. Yeah, I guess so. Huh. But it's basically like, it's like you're just constantly moving, and all you do is hit one button to jump over things, and depending on how you time your jumps, things happen, and it's supposedly funny. I mean, for $5, it looks like it could be entertaining in a muscle march sort of way. (laughs) And finally, we have the Newscast Game Club first game, Blaster Master Overdrive, which now, uh, for our final segment, we will talk about this in greater detail, uh, for those of you who are unaware this is our uh newscast game club this is the first time we're doing this and what we're going to do is we're going to pick a recently released we game and play it with you the listeners uh as long as you comment in the forum thread which is in the podcast discussion thread we also have a uh link on the home on the the main page right now it's sticky there i'll probably i guess renew the sticky so that way it will be up when this is actually posted right. online yeah and um what we're going to do is talk about the game this week. We're just going to kind of go over the game's basics as we haven't gotten that far in it. And next week we'll have a wrap-up on it with, you know, we'll have two in weeks two under weeks. our belt and hopefully beat the game by then. And there's a potential that we might be talking to someone from Sunsoft in a special episode. And I think if we were to do that, that might be next week. But that's I'm still waiting to hear back. So let's talk about the game. What are you guys' experience with Blaster Master Overdrive?
1: Uh, I, I like the game. Um, overall, I like the game, but it's gonna take a lot of getting used to. I really don't like the control scheme. I don't understand why you can't play it yes. on a classic controller. The controls
0: are, are so mm. shitty, so I shitty. I wouldn't say yeah. they're
2: so so shitty. They're just there's a couple of things that really really stick out like a sore thumb, and one of them is the strafing mechanic.
1: Yeah, which I haven't tried yet because I didn't know you could do. But the way you described it, holding down B does not sound fun.
0: No. It's, it, it hurt my hands. I mean, really, it was oh, the, the, the first boss, especially, uh, which is this big scorpion boss that I think Zack actually hasn't been able to beat, he is that I'm, like I'm holding times. B, I'm switching between, I'm holding, I'm holding the B button, I'm switching between weapons with A, and I'm trying to move around with the D-pad. Switching I only weapons have two, A two available worst. fingers there, unless... Ugh.
1: I hate switching weapons with A. I hate it. I hate it so much.
0: This this is a case where customizable controls or shit, even classic controller support, would have made this not a problem and this game. Would yeah. have been spectacular. And moving yeah. through but the caves, that needs
1: to be an analog stick. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, It really does. But, okay, aside from the shitty controls, I love how it looks. I like the music. I generally like the sound effects, except it's kind of annoying hearing the tank roll around for, you know, 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: actually uh, John Lindeman made a comment about that in the forums. Yeah. Th- really, <laughs> it is kind of annoying, actually. I turned that the volume, eventually. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and uh, I think once I get used to all this, I think I'll like it more. I really like the presentation. I just have to get used to it, you know. Do you guys think it was weird that the,
2: that the uh, okay and cancel buttons are seemingly... Ridiculous? Oh, my God. Yeah. It yeah, said press
0: one on the screen, and I'm like... Wait, wait no what? no it should be pressing two yeah. or the plus button that
2: i didn't bug... save the first time i tried to save i didn't realize that I never saved yeah, I lost progress because I hit the two button to save and it didn't save
1: yeah uh. if they're trying yeah. to replicate the nes controller two is a one is yeah.
0: b yeah 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 that, that did bug me
1: uh, again messed up control scheme
0: yeah I think i think customizable controls would have made this not a problem but other than that like the game is very fun it's it's reminiscent of the original, but I don't think it's as much of, like, a remake as some people may have been led to believe. I mean, it definitely... I have virtually no
1: memories of the original.
0: Yeah, I I do kind of remember it, and I don't remember it being like this. I mean, at least... I mean, it plays the same, but as far as the layout and everything...
2: The game has um, a lot of... Of features that feel like NES features, like the flight yes. patterns of the enemies feel distinctly NES.
0: And I have to say, I remember in the NES game is that the enemy's AI was kind of, like, cool, and that it was, it was pretty well done for its time, and that seems to be the case here, But and, and the cool thing that I like is that, you, like, you see an enemy, and you attack each enemy in a different way, because you know, like, okay, if I jump down here, then they're going to go nuts and chase me, or I can lead them off the cliff that way, yeah. or if I get close to this guy, he'll jump up in the air, and and I really like that because it's kind of like you don't. It's like each enemy has personality in that regard.
2: Yeah, I I really do like the game quite a bit. Like I I like the the animation of the tank just feels very cool. I don't like not being able to fire downward at all. It feels cheap when you have to explore downward and there's an enemy on the ledge and there's nothing you can do about it. Yep. Um, that really, especially in, in a game where there's no save points right around every corner. Uh, you know, you, you may have to go down to get to a save point and you can't do it because you're you're stuck having to jump on top of an enemy to get there.
0: I, I know I'm, I'm I, I was very much angry in the beginning and thinking it was very unforgiving. But once I kind of got into the pattern of like, all right, I got to go from save point to save point. It really does become kind of Metroid, Metroid asking that that means except for, except for I still think it's obnoxious where you have this huge hit point bar and like you're only filling up not even a quarter of it at the start. Well, I think the I idea like...
2: is you you gain upgrades at the quarter. Yeah, of the I know game you game. I know you gain
0: upgrades, but I just wish you didn't have that daunting bar oh, okay. at the start. I wish they kind of cut it down. And also I found that actually the bar on the screen would kind of get in the way of where I wanted to go.
2: Yeah, I could see that.
0: Like if you're going to the top, then that top bar at the top of like would kind of get in the way and and really I mean we're, we're nitpicking it. I th- I think this game is is Really, really solid. Totally worth ten bucks. Um, I'm, I'm on I'm area kind of, three right uh, now. I've, I've gotten to water, which...
2: I'm kind of unsure about the purpose of the energy bar.
0: I think that's going to become... like uh, How how far have you gotten into the game? I'm
2: about, I'm about midway through the second. I've, I've made it to the, the portal to the second boss, but I have chosen not to go in yet because I wanted to do more exploring and hopefully upgrading.
0: Okay. But, um... I know. It seems like the purpose of the energy bar is that as you get uh, you get upgrades at the end of every boss. It seems um, that upgrade uh, Sophia, your 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 yes. ship or your your core, or whatever your assault vehicle, your boat, um, and like the the first one that you get. This is this is the only one I'll mention to you, so you guys can all be unspoiled. Is like a it's a like grappling hook and. When you use the grappling hook, it takes away a little bit of the energy. And if you notice, like, you can't, like, just spam the grappling hook. Like, you can only use it once, and then you have to let it recharge, depending on how much energy you have. And when you use your gun, it also takes away from the energy. But it really, like, you have to rapid-fire that gun for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I I think as you get more and more power-ups for your car, then the energy becomes more to play, and you want to refill it. But, I mean, it's I don't know. There's 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 a few little game design things that I think I can nitpick, just as like kind of how they have these giant bars for both things.
2: What are the differences between the blue and red health pickups? Is it just amount of health they refill? Yeah,
0: I think there's like uh, small and large, okay. like S and L. Okay. I was actually I was reading the operations guide because I, should, I, I, I played the game for a while, then was like, oh, "I'll read the operations guide." I heard. It was I really funny. should do that.
2: I actually – one of the things that I did that I think made the game more enjoyable to me personally was I have a setting on my television that will um, automatically expand the picture if there's any black on the sides or the top or the bottoms or the left or the right. So I let it automatically expand the game for me because the game runs natively in 4.3, and there's no way to change that, and it looks really squished. So I let my TV do the widescreen support for me, and it looks way, way better. I love it. I, I can't fathom playing this game in a four-three. It just feels too small.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's really like, I, I I can't talk enough about how how great this game is. I mean, there's definitely the controls really really bother me. I wish they were customizable. Like, there's just that definitely some questionable choices made in this game. Game design wise, but it's it's a really cool game. And, well, uh, I mean, the game I'm enjoying it a lot.
2: We didn't know the game was coming out until like two days before it launched. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is the kind of thing that makes you really happy because you didn't really have even any time to process it, and suddenly you're you're playing it. I
0: mean, they they hinted at it before. Like I know uh, Vic, Victor Ireland, the guy from Working Designs, so who's heading up Gaijin Works, who basically brought Sunsoft back to life in the USA. I know back when they first did that, they were talking about how they would do remakes and sequels to these games on WiiWare.
2: I believe, and he kind of he he
0: basically he did. I think he I don't think he said it overtly, but he basically said like we're going to be looking at the sales of uh you know Blaster Master on Virtual Console and see how it goes.
2: Well, Blaster Master on Virtual Console has been out for like a month, maybe maybe longer than that, but not much longer. Yeah. So clearly, this game was already in development when he yep. made that comment. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, it, you even made the comment about how it said uh, there's a 2009 copyright on the game.
2: Yeah, it's been done so.
0: for, a, for a little while right? already. Although, although, to be fair, Ace Attorney Investigations also has a 2009 copyright on the game. I guess the game.
2: I don't really know much about the amount of time it takes between a game being finished and showing up for download, but... Uh, I think it's
0: quite a long time, actually, Well, hear from we, some We know... Developers. We know,
2: uh, we know uh, Cave Story has been, I think, more or less done for a long time. I mean, the game was released on PC years and years ago. All all they had yeah. to do was just tweak it a little bit.
0: Well, no, I think there was a lot of tweaking that went involved, and I think it may have been a money thing. I think that's why Cave Story's so delayed.
2: That could be. That could be. And,
0: but, but as far as I know, is it's pretty much done now, which, every
2: week... Well, it's been reviewed, so... yeah,
0: yeah, It's been reviewed by Nintendo Power, I can and pretty Nintendo much promise Power's you having another that. issue coming out after that.
2: I can pretty much promise you that Cave Story, unless it comes out like next week and we're still doing blaster master cave story will be the next the next newscast game. now
0: in all honesty if cave if, if cave story comes out next week it'll still be the next game <laughs> like like i, I mean uh, just just as a quick aside and then we'll read uh, some more forum comments is that the way i think we're going to do this is like next week when we have a big conversation about blaster master which i think will be more in depth or more in depth and might go pretty long is maybe we'll mention Cave Store and be like, okay, we're just starting playing this now and we'll do something sure. bigger next time. Hopefully we won't develop, hopefully we won't be having so many games coming out. We might have to, you know, pick and choose our battles.
2: I've but. played the first, like, 20 minutes of the PC version uh, and it's great. Like, I played
0: some of the WiiWare version at. they actually had it, uh, Nintendo did this thing in the fall where they kind of, like, went to, like, different conventions and stuff and I was at something, uh, like the Philly Video Game Expo or something, and Nintendo had a presence there. And on WiiWare, they had Pokemon Rumble and Cave Story, and I played Cave Story for about 15 minutes there. was really digging it, but I realized, like, I have to wait for this to out on WiiWare. Yeah, that was right. almost six months ago.
1: But anyway, back to Blaster Master, uh uh Sundulos says about Blaster Master Overdrive, Well, I played enough to make it past the first boss. Boy, I wish. Once I realized <laughs> that I could revisit caves for more weapon power-ups, I had an easier time with them. That already one major... That's already one major change from the original game! Exclamation point. I'm sort of surprised that the game doesn't automatically prompt you to save after defeating a boss. I didn't notice a save portal in the cave with the boss either. There isn't one. Yes. Because there is none.
0: Yeah, Gotta love loved the completely
1: too. trite story set I didn't I didn't listen to it. I can't argue with a scientist who gets to use big guns and kick buttocks. Agreed.
0: <laughs> yeah, much. yeah, I mean, I definitely, I, I like that. I like the setup a lot. If you go, if you go into the operations guide, it's it's very very humorous. They talk about how like this game is for kids and cool adults. And how like kids <laughs> will dream up these mazes and stuff, and adults are no longer fun. <laughs> All right. it's it's actually it's it's very funny i recommend everyone read the operations guide for the story setup and the little oh, like there's just neato facts
2: yeah we have no name 2200 or no name 2200 from the comments from the, 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 the we have no name 2200 from the forums who says i'm enjoying the remake quite a bit it does have several downsides the animation seems off to me I miss the chibi dude in the overhead sections. The strafe and cancel buttons are, identi- are idiotically placed. Hell yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. And why on earth did they include that stupid weapon recharge meter with the tank?
0: I think that I wish that the, definitely gets yeah. explained later.
2: Yeah. I wish the tank could jump a bit higher, uh, as right now it feels like it's just doing short hops instead of full-blown jumps. Uh, I really like how the game lets you choose between three types of weapons at your leisure. The ability to shoot diagonally is also an overdue blessing, especially on a foot. My favorite feature is the permanent rewards for exploration. In the original, I'd hit up one or two caves to max out, then go straight to the box, the boss, uh, and the loss of weapon disincentives. Whoa, disincentivizes further exploration.
0: I mean, wow. I, I definitely think that's true, and I'm glad that they have those those kind of permanent rewards, and that you know I will go into every cave because maybe there's like a there's a hit point. Boost or something like that Right, right Although right, it does right. piss me off When I go to a cave And there's nothing And it's like Ah oh, I just lost my level 5 weapon Because of this shit Yeah 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 I mean I'm, I'm very very excited To play more of this game Um Right now I'm I'm in area 3 Which is like the Subterranean water layer Or whatever Right And there is water in this game Which water was present In the original Master Master And I, I kind of have one Huge complaint about this that, that frustrated me For a very long time Um when you when you there's there's a section in this and like one of the first save points that that I could find in area three, I went down to it. I had to go. I had to take my guy out of the tank, go down a ladder, go underwater, and go into a cave and save there. And you know, I went through the cave, fought the enemies, got the power up. And when I left, it, there was an enemy spawned right outside of it, and I didn't really have any kind of chance to fight this enemy. And every time I tried to escape, he would kill me instantly. So I basically and also. In the water, you lose health. Which maybe there's some kind of power up for the little guy later where he can actually, you know, breathe underwater. But this this point in the game, he he, he can't. So you know, you lose health consistently. So basically, what I had to do is I just had to camp, in, or I would, or basically spawn camp that 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 cave and go in and out and just get as much health as I could before I had full health again and could take a hit from the enemy and go under the water and escape. But it was just it was ridiculously frustrating to do this.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: And the, the shitty thing is, is that like if I couldn't if I couldn't camp that for health, I would have most likely had to restart my game.
2: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think my my biggest complaint about about the game, aside from the strafe button, which is just infuriating. Oh okay. uh, which ties into the classic controller support deal. I I don't like the the save point thing. I mean, there there's there's enough save points, I suppose, but it's just frustrating when you beat a boss and then you die on the way back to I wish there way. was
0: like an auto save at the end of a boss that's really yeah. my, my one big complaint because there have been uh, I mean I haven't actually been screwed over this way but after beating a boss I'm low on health and I'm just kind of like oh please don't die please don't die I'm like cry, like ready to cry if I get killed especially after how brutal that first boss is the second boss is thank thank god not as frustrating as the first boss. Like,
2: the, the the punishment for dying is not that severe because you only cause you go back maybe five ten minutes worth of gameplay but yeah the save points seems, are really, frequent
0: enough and you can go yeah you know w- once you kind of get into the flow of the game you'll know where they are and, like you go explore an area and you're like okay uh, okay I'm about to fight a boss I'll go and save and power up it's, yeah
2: it's just a, it's it's pretty easy to die in this game it doesn't yeah. take doesn't take much you you have to be careful you can't just jump around like yeah. you're playing. Like you're playing Mario, you got to be really. really or careful. even
0: like you're playing Metroid, which I mean, yeah. definitely the comparisons to Metroid here are are, are rampant and expected. But, but I think the thing in Metroid is I feel like it's easier to regain your health in Metroid than it is in this. That's that's yeah, my one yeah. big thing, and I feel like you have more health in Metroid.
2: Yep, 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 yep. Well, we should probably wrap this up. Yeah.
0: Um, um I'm definitely uh, I'm excited to play more of this, and we'll be. You know, reading the forum thread, we'll be participating in it. I know I haven't actually posted anything yet. I probably will figure I'd save all my thoughts for, for, you know, the episode and then have my thoughts after this go go in the forum thread and talk to you wonderful forum readers. If you're not in the forums, you can go join them at nintendoworldreport.com slash forums. Uh, you can rate us on iTunes, uh, you know, NWR Newscast. Go if... if If you're listening to us, you probably already know we're there. Just, you know, submit a little five-star review, uh, maybe four-star if you don't like us that much. Anything under that, well, that's just plain mean. I don't think we're that bad. (laughs) Um, Write a review if you want. It's a way that, you know, more people can listen to us. And, uh, you know, that's what we want. That's what we're in this for. We're not in it for money. We are in it for uh, the glory, I guess, maybe. I don't know.
2: But Not the glory of Heracles,
0: yeah, the glory of Heracles, which apparently isn't that glorious.
2: <laughs> uh, anyway, no, I mean, we, we, we've gotten some iTunes reviews, it's always good to see. I always want more. Uh, yeah. comment on the comment in the talkback thread because yeah. you know, we we don't get tons of comments in the talkback thread, but I, I know there's some people out there who are listening, and it's always nicely appreciated when we hear feedback,
0: yeah, even if you're like, man, I, I. Freaking hate that guy who was talking about Ace Attorney or something like that. Like, <laughs> I mean, just really, we're 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 looking for feedback and whatever you have. And if you have any requests, if you if you like the game club idea, if you hate it, if you don't like quickies, if you think it's offensive, if you think we're offensive, like really, whatever. We're we are here to mold to what you want because we're in it for you.
2: So yeah, get in touch.
0: Yeah, yeah that is that, that is all we've got we'll, for today. We'll be in
2: touch. We'll be in touch.
0: Yes. We'll always be in touch. This uh, is
2: episode eleven wrap. Yes. uh so
0: Till next time. For, thanks bye for coming everybody. along. Bye, Zach. Peace. Later, Zach. <laughs> Super All right. Yeah. bye everybody.